one. <laughs> and we're back here with Longhorn Lunchtime. <laughs> I'm your host, as always, Aiden Garrett. And with me, as always, we have Josh, Jackson, and Dylan. And uh, first, I was going to say, how's it, how was everybody's weekend? And how, how's everybody's week going? Because my week's going pretty good, pretty solid. <laughs> how's, your, how's your week going, Jackson? It's fine. It's fine? No? It's good. No, it's your fine? Josh? I smell something over there, Jackson. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Josh, yeah, are I you? I myself before coming down. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Josh, how was your, uh, Josh, how was your week? How's your week going so far? Yeah, it's been a good week, but I'm tired. Are you tired? Why are you yeah. tired, man? Basketball. Basketball. Yeah? Pretty solid? Do you wait how, wait, how many points did you get on that typical game? I don't know. A lot? <laughs> a lot? That's a tough question for me to answer, bro. Well, her, well I, I saw you limping when you came into the studio, man. Hey, man. You sure you're all right? You sure you're all right, man? Hey, man. Someone break, your Someone break your ankles? My muscles are so sore, bro. They are? Yes. Really? My butt cheeks are sore, and they've never been <laughs> sore in my life. Did you, like, hit the... You like hit the ground hard? No, it's muscular. Sport, oh, just bro. muscular. I didn't know I could engage my butt muscles playing basketball. I'm so serious, dude. Have you ever seen those workout videos from LeBron? And he's like lifting these stupid looking weights in the weirdest way. Oh, yeah. Like, what is he working out? I, I feel like know. I just went through one of those workouts. Like, some just super obscure yeah. muscle. It's just been hit in my butt cheeks, dude. <laughs> well, I also heard that you have a story you want to tell about. That do you want to you want to have a little story time? Story time with Josh. Yeah, story time with Josh segment. All right, bro. You've been having this. You've been having these often. So yeah, what's, yeah, story, yeah. what's your story of the week, man? Yesterday. Yesterday. I'll give you the whole rundown. When man, I woke up yesterday, I woke up kind of late, and I had to work as an usher at my church, so I was there for like three and a half hours. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a long afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look. I'm like ahead of my school work. I wanted to just do my school work yesterday and be like almost done for the semester. I was like, I'm gonna knock it out today. Yeah. And um, I, tried I don't that. know. In my in one of the group chats, they're like, "Hey, come hoop today." So we showed up, and man, I'm not gonna lie, there are some bums here. Like, there's four of us, and we're like, we're good. All four of us are on a team, and we're looking around like, man, this is gonna be a boring Sunday. Like, <laughs> we were not looking forward to these runs. These yeah. kids over here were not gonna play with us. Yeah, yeah. So we're hooping for a little bit. All of a sudden, man, look over. What? Big old Malcolm Epps, tight end for UT football team, little really? six five guy walks in. Right behind him is Keandre Coburn and a little nose tackle for a football game. Really? Walk in and said, Oh, we're gonna hoop today. He said, I see some hoopers. Keandre Coburn's like, we're gonna run y'all off the court, y'all suck. So we're playing, right? More people pull up. Charles O'Menahue, who plays for the Texans, no way. pulls up. You serious? This guy named EJ Speed, who plays on the Indianapolis Colts, he pulls up. Epps and Keandre there. Joseph Osai, who's finna get no. drafted. He pulls up, and then this little white guy is on the football team. I'm going to be honest. I know his name is Ryan. Bro, what I do not know his name. It's, it's okay. Ryan, shout out to you. Yeah, right. Shout out to Ryan. So those six are there, and we're like, hey, like, what if they hoop with us? Because they're they talking a lot of trash, and no one else there was good. Yeah. So, like, this one kid had necks. And I, I feel kind of bad for him, but we we're like, bro, I'm sorry. You do not have necks. Like, that the football players on the court. Because, like, <laughs> not one, he was not good enough. So these dudes come on the court. 
Man, I've been telling everyone these are the largest humans I have ever seen. Really? In my life. Like, I've seen more. I play basketball. You? I'll get there in a second. Okay. I'll play basketball, bro. 5A varsity basketball. Yeah. Playing terms with 6A. I'll play 6'7, 6'8, 6'10. A 7-footer one game, actually. Yeah. I'll play some, some tall dudes. But. Yeah, a lot of them were white. A lot of them were kind of skinny. skinny. A lot of them played soft. But they, but they weren't like, whoo, bro, these were a different <laughs> breed of men, dude. Like, Supreme. oh, my. So Charles O'Menahue is who was guarding me, and I was guarding him. So basically, shit. so there was five of them that were, because the, the old guy, Ryan, he was not very good. Like Bless a, his heart. He's but like six. I'll get there. I'll get yeah. there. So, so basically, there's five of them. Yeah. And, like, Malcolm Epps. Played on the AAU, like the Eli BL circuit. Mm-hmm. He's a bucket. Like, he was good. Yeah. And so he and then the EJ Speed guy who plays on a Colts, yeah. they were the two best. So they were guarding each other. And then Keandre Coburn, big oaf, he was hilarious, but he could not hoop. <laughs> and then Joseph Osai just looked so uncoordinated on the basketball court. Really? So they were guarding each other, which yeah. left Charles O'Menahue. And I was the only guy in my friends that was big enough to guard him. Yeah. Well, how tall is he? That man is listed at 6'5 and 300 pounds. Holy shit. <laughs> My man has, like, I think he has eight sacks in his NFL career. Last season, he strip-sacked Mahomes, bro. That's like, hey, you got, you got to take that. Bro, his yeah. biceps are the size of my head, dude. <laughs> I was, like, they were huge. And he was playing rough, bro. I would be. Really? So, it was the first game. So, me and my three buddies were, like, running the court. And so, we're like, we want y'all. Y'all come on. So, Malcolm Epps, Keandre, Charles Menahue, yeah. and Joseph Osai all hop on. We ran them off the court. Like, when I say we ran them, Aiden, we beat them 15-0 to the first game. Shit. And then the second game, we beat them 15-7. to Oh, uh, so you, you let them you let them have a little bit of hope. No, nah, they, they started getting warmed up. Uh, the third game we lost, but that was also, like, our seventh game on the court, and it was their third. Yes. I'm going to give it to Fresh Legs. I'm going to also give it to, like, 26-inch thighs. That kind of helps, too. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> so then after that, we were kind of rotating, like, two of us with two of them. Two yeah. Of, so I ended up standing on the court, like, I don't know. It was just different, like, playing with NFL players. Yeah. I've played sports my whole life, man. Like, it's not – I know there are some people like, oh, I could do that. Like, no. Nah. I understand there's levels to this. Thing. Yeah. I told Dylan earlier today, Charles mm-hmm. O'Menahue is 300 pounds, and I've never in my life had to worry about someone contesting and blocking my shot in a way that he did. Mm-hmm. Say I played against, like, a 7-footer. To, yeah. When they block the ball, coming straight out of my hands, they just they just read me. They be, yeah. I would shoot the ball. It would be like a second into his trajectory. Charles O'Manahue, big, just smacks it out the air. I like, I just don't understand. Like, when you're 300, 300 pounds, like, isn't gravity is supposed fast? to be taking down? You know who the quickest one was? Okay. Keandre Coburn. Really? That little 5'10", 300-pound nose tackle had the best lateral quickness of any, any single one of them. Jesus. I was shocked. He was playing good defense, but he got broke by a man on each. touch her. But I, I don't know. It, it was just – it was weird, bro. Like, saying that I play with NFL players and also, like, smoking them off the court. So you're playing with Charles and Manager, which is – Bro, I was guarding him, like, yeah. like straight up. You, you, you got to take that time. I was guarding him. I put that in air quotes. You should have taken a picture. I took a picture of the Osai, okay, 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 okay. but not with Omenahu. Omenahu seemed kind of, eh. I don't know. He, he was getting kind of annoyed that his team was losing a bunch. Because like, it, it was me, Malcolm Epps, Joseph Osai, and about my friend Anish. And, like, we were, like, Just once this on the shuffle on it, yeah, we didn't get off the court. Like, we yeah. sat on the whole time. Joseph Osai started getting better, too. But 
Yeah, Charles and Manny was getting so upset that he was losing. Like, he was playing super rough with me. I was like, I can't do anything about that, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, you biceps can't. Biceps the size of my torso. He's 300 pounds. That's what I'm saying. I, I can get it. That's you my said, butt cheeks hurt, bro. He's like 6'5". Yes. That's even scarier. 6'5", 300-pound guy. Dude, still. every single person on the court except for Keandre Coburn was my height. But they were all 50 pounds heavier than me. And it was not 50 pounds of fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We know. We know. Not 50 Dylan, pounds of fat. Bro, it's like the size of your 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 waist, bro. It's like one dude's foot or something like that. I don't... Jesus, that's scary. Some some kids were walking in the gym and like just getting bug eyed and like walking out. But it was fun. And then the biggest flex of all, what? EJ Speed plays on our Colts. Yeah, follow me back on Instagram, bro. Hey, you. That's... He's got a blue check next to his name. I'm him. <laughs> Verify me. Bro, give me endorsement deals. You want me, you want me to get you endorsement deals? Yes, yeah, so right now, bro. All right. Story time with Josh. Get a t-shirt. <laughs> We're gonna start uh, working on a t-shirt and some stickers about that. Story time with Josh. We might even make a little spin-off channel where we just have story time with Josh. That's um, good. Anyway, guy. <laughs> anyway, we Smells have like cap. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, we have a we have we have a the main question is also because also related to sports. I have a little hot take about the current NFL draft coming up. Because, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence is, is supposed to be the number one. He's basically touted to be Tom Brady, like Joe Montana. He's trained, uh, what, what do you call it, generational talent at the quarterback. Like, there's a no-brainer. In my opinion, though, this is my opinion, the Jaguars should trade the first overall pick to the Falcons in exchange the Falcons get – I mean, the Jaguars get the fourth pick and Julio Jones. They use the fourth pick on Penel Sewell, who's that outstanding, like, you know, tackle guy. Right. They boost up their O-line at Jaguars. You get Julio Jones in Jacksonville, and you keep and you build around Gardner Minshew. Not just because he has the best haircut and, like, mustache in the entire NFL. Like, that's just – like, you can't even, like... Marketability, you know, bro. Marketability is just, yeah, one. And the city of Jacksonville... mania. And the Jacks... And that's the thing, though. The fans love Minshew. Dude. Like, they're dude, passionate. How can you not, man? I know. It's exactly... You can't hate him. And also... You're, he's, you're, he's got the same level of, like, love that Caruso has. Yeah. For the same reason. Well, and... Just, and, like, in... Uh, Caruso's hair is, like, down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, Minshew's hair is, like, from Versace, you know? Oh. But it's just, like, two extremes <laughs> of hair, and it's, they're white, so it's, like, less love them. <laughs> Kind of how it goes but in sports. Now, and here's my opinion, though. Here's my opinion. When you look at his stats for his, you know, his first time starting, the Jaguars were already bad. They were going through injuries. And he and he had, and in my opinion, he had a below average. Like, it could have been average, but the team was in such a bad shape, it was below average. This past season, where his team was literally trying to implode, like, you can't deny, the Jaguars were, like, tanking, like, a mother effort. And they try to keep him off the field because every time he got on the field, the offense would actually function. And they said, we can't do this because we have a chance at winning. And when you look at his stats between his past two years, he got better with less. When his O-line was just like stripped down, all of his wideouts were gone, his defense was in tatters, he performed better with less, which makes me feel like if he was on either a competent team or if they built around him, salt, you, know, you, build, you build an O-line. You get wideouts. He could actually transition into at least a starting caliber quarterback, maybe even transition into a potential, like, star. And that's my hot take. Like, and no offense to Trevor Lawrence, but he does not have the mullet. 
He does not have the stash. I mean, he has pretty close to a mullet, bro. He's close to a mullet, but he doesn't. Low is there. He doesn't have the mullet. That's the thing. If he had the mullet, then maybe he's gonna have the stash too. But that's that's my hot take. That like Minshew needs to stay in Jacksonville, or he needs to go to a team that could build around him. That's my take. Who has any questions as to why I am wrong? So because I'm right. So the Jaguars should do that. Mm-hmm. If they never want to win a Super Bowl, ever, <laughs> what are you talking about? Bowl. No, no. What are you? Trevor talking? Lawrence is like the best quarterback prospect. No, since like Andrew Luck, like he is a he's a yeah, I said I said generational talent. Yeah, but why would you not draft him? Uh, Gardner Minshew, like what's what's well, the what's the ceiling with Gardner Minshew? It's like I'm thinking like I'm thinking like I'm thinking, like, like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, like top two mullets in like pop culture history is just. Ceiling. I'm thinking I'm thinking okay. like I'm thinking like ceiling ceiling like Hall of Fame. I'm talking like five Super Bowls minimum. Yeah. That's atrocious. And then like bro. and then That's maybe and maybe like so maybe bad. like ten MVPs if you can get like a good team. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that. I have faith in this guy. I really do. Like, when I when I when I looked at his stats, I didn't realize like he got better with less. His turnover percentage went totally down. His production on offense went up. Yards per game went up when he had less, which makes me feel like if he had more, imagine the transition. Like, imagine what he could do with actually a decent O line. I'm gonna be honest, Aiden. I had him on my fantasy team the past two years. And both both years I dropped him after like week eight. So, well, no, his team uh, was imploding. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just when saying, bro. After week eight, I I dropped him, man. And was picking well, up like bummy running backs just to bolster out my like. I don't know if I'm super high on his production. Well, no, 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 no. It's because and when I when I looked at it because I thought the same thing for. Well, what you think? Like, if you're gonna go with when that, are the Jaguars getting better? Are they doing enough to fix that? It's I like don't think no, so, it's bro. like it, it's like it's like having Deshaun Watson on the Texans. The Texans are literally trying to implode and rebuild, but they signed him to a contract. Gardner Minshew is, is a prospect. Gardner Minshew is this a prospect. Is a really bad. He team. really. <laughs> if, if, if the Jaguars don't pick Trevor Lawrence, their fans are going to go crazy. Like they're not going to take that. No, they want Trevor. Didn't they do like a fundraiser for? Okay, so Trevor Lawrence just got married, right? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence got married. Like a bunch of like Jaguar fans yeah. like chipped in and like sent him and his and his wife like a bunch of gifts. Like they want him I didn't read about on that, that on that team. I didn't read like every that. other fan base wants Trevor Lawrence on their team because he's no, no, good. the Jets really wanted Trevor Lawrence because they haven't had they have Jet, the Jets haven't had any mark like any marketable players besides why don't they just Terrell Reeves? Why, why don't they that was like the last oh, yeah, what? No, Darrell Reeves was like the, a transitional player. Like he's one of the they haven't had marketable players. No, no, I don't. I don't. Le'Veon I don't, Bell. Le, well, he was only there for like what, like half a season, not even he's because they cut marketable. him. Well, they cut him. They cut him after like a year, and then he went to Kansas City and lost the Super Bowl. So, like that, that's that, that's what I'm trying to say is they. Well, also they haven't had like a. I'm talking about like generational talent besides Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis was like a generational cornerback. Oh, they, they had uh, Ladainian Thompson. Did that? Well, when that was that was towards the end of his prime. His prime was in San, in yeah, San Diego. Way too far down the road. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he was only there for like, and that was all. But the, I will admit that was when the Jets were at their peak and they were making AFC championships. So, but that's just my opinion. They should just trade for Gardner Minshew. Exactly. There we go. No, no. I think the Saints should trade for Gardner Minshew and then just build around them. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> All right, but anyway, I think for like the, the next big topic is the the trolley dilemma, and Jack 
Jackson, I'm going to start with you about this, about the Charlie Dilemma. Since you haven't, you haven't spoken to it, you've been, you've been a little quiet today, which is very unlike you. So Jackson, I'm, can I give you a hug real quick, bro, before you start talking? <laughs> no, it's okay. You sure? I kind of want to give you a hug. We get you one after. Right do, now. Do, do, do a hug after. <laughs> <laughs> Hurt my feelings, bro. Dude, 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 we'll do, 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 do it after. We do it after. We do it after. All right, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you a question. There's a runaway trolley barreling down the railroad tracks. Ahead on the tracks, there are five people tied up and unable to move. The trolley is heading straight for them. You are standing off the distance on the trail on the train yard next to a lever. When you pull this lever, the trolley will switch a different set of tracks. However, you notice that there's one person on the sidetrack. So you have two options. Do nothing, allow the trolley to kill the five people on the main track, or pull the lever, diverting the trolley onto the sidetrack, and just kill the one person. What do you do? Choose neither. Wait, you can't, <laughs> you can't choose neither. You've got to kill five people or one person. It's the lesson from their country for old men. You can always choose neither. That is... What is well? What okay, is I'm, I'm, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna deny that. Is, walking away. Can you do so nothing? You are choosing an option. Yeah. to Walk away. So you're choosing to be like. Well, I'm not choosing your options. I'm choosing my third option, which is what walking away. Left five. So, <laughs> left five. Dab and don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, left five. Basically, so basically, don't feel any responsibility. Well, actually, you would have responsibility because you could have saved those five people, but then you decided to say, "F it, I'm gonna keep going to walk away." <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. It's a tough question. The way I interpret it is, if you put Tucker Carlson as the one person that I'm diverting that track, you wouldn't divert it anyways. No, I would. I I would divert it to kill one because I feel like, I, I feel like I feel like we should at least try to promote as, as <coughs> much right. life as possible. <coughs> what do you do? <clears throat> what if that is your mom? The five people? No. What? The one person. Oh, the one person. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Well. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I didn't know that we were gonna go that direction. If this, if the person that's was, the way it always goes in. That's how. That's the way it goes. Yeah. That's not what I read about. All right, fine. If, okay, if the one person is my mom, then I would have to have a very kind of like. Also, you don't have time. What are you doing? Come on. If the, if Three, if two, one. Dang. If I don't know the five, one, if I don't know the five people, it's my mom. What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? So your mom is more important than the five people. I thought you just said. Actually, I, I thought you just said like it's a numbers game. Well, right. Okay. Well, well, hold, on. Well, well, hold on. Well, hold on. Well, time, time out. It's almost like it's hard to make an ethical decision. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of hard to make an ethical decision, especially now. What I would offer is, if I don't know anyone, if I do, if I do know either the one person or the five people, then there is a big like dilemma, and then there is an ethical, in my opinion, situation. Because then, it, because then it's like, who do you favor more? Which then just turns to like. All right, all right. This time you don't know anyone personally, but you have five bachelors and then one mother of six kids. What do you do? You said five bachelors. Yeah. Just like five random guys. Five single dudes and then one mother of six kids. Is the mother of six kids? Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, that's all you know. Oh, that's all I know. That's all you know. That's all I know to be honest, but. <laughs> I would, I, would, I would say, man, that's, well, here's the thing, though, it's a mother of six, which would, which would affect six, like, would affect six kids' lives, like, forever. Okay, mother of five. That's still five. Play. That's still, well, then, technically, I, I would then just kill the five. 
not not the five guys, because then there'd be five new people coming up, and they'd have a mother to raise them. Unless you're gonna say the mother was a crackhead, and then which case, then there is a very hard to in that case save her. Yeah, I can save her. I would uh, I would probably if she had five kids, and I feel like kids and it, it depends on uh, now if I don't know anything about the mother, which would be difficult. Yeah, it's not okay to kill crackheads. Let's establish that. Yeah, no, 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 no. But no, but what I'm saying. Thank you, Jackson. I'll say, I'll say what I'm saying is I would I would rather the kids have a mother throughout their the growth of their uh, childhood up to adulthood. Right, and just not have a mother, and then and then say, "Well, mom got ran over by a railroad, and now we're all like, we don't, we don't have a mom." Also, if these five guys, oh, these five guys are bachelors, have no ties to anybody. Then that whoa, goes, that's not mean? true. That just means they don't have spouses, bro. I could be a bachelor with a kid. You don't know that. You said five bachelors, so I just thought, well, okay, yeah. then that's five fathers then. Well, no, I'm just saying to say a bachelor has no ties is is not true. That's five seasons of a bachelor we want to get to see. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do, Dylan? With the mother situation? Fine. If you went, well, how about Josh ask you which one is it? Is it the mom or is it your mom? The mom with five kids? Is, that is it the mom with five kids or is it Dylan's actual mom? What do you prefer, bro? <laughs> um, what do you prefer? It's a difficult situation. If I was actually in that situation, I would probably save my mom, to be honest with you. See? Wow. wow. We care about our moms. That's the wrong about? answer, bro. You'd say five. Gut decision. Like, that's probably what I would do. I would say in that situation, too, I'd probably go to my mom. Especially if I don't know the five people. Because then it's just, it, because then it's just my mom, five people. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just going off of what I would probably do in that situation. You think it's a way to game the system? Okay, what is it? I think you it close your me. eyes and then you just slam the lever back and forth, and then whichever way the train goes, the train goes. So you're leaving it up to chance. Yeah. Well, isn't the train already operating on chance? What do you? No, no, no. It's, no. it's, it's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. It's going to kill oh, no, it's, five. It's, we're operating on chance of who the five people are going to be there. We are to, the five people on that track. We're summoned there by chance. So I think that's way looking into the loophole, bro. I'm saying it was just five random per- people and one random person, and they're all like, bro, I have a kid, bro, kill them, don't kill me, right? I'm going to just crank that thing <laughs> until the train goes all the way, and then... Well, then I feel like that that's... I don't know how... I don't know how to feel about the whole chance on the lever thing, because that's just... Are you... Cho- so, my, my thing is... If I choose something non-randomly, then by that, I'm making a choice. I'm saying one person's life is more valuable than another person's life. Yeah, regardless. And I don't want to do that So you're leaving because I would very much internally struggle for the rest of my life with that. Therefore, close your eyes, swing your arm back and forth violently. You still kill someone. Something dies, yeah. So you would still kill someone, but you'd feel less guilty? Is that what I'm getting from this? Well, my thing is, it wouldn't be my choice. It would be my actions. It, would be, it wouldn't be my conscious choice. So, oh, so you want to take you want to take your choice and free will out of it? You just want to leave it up to, like your actions. Yeah, whichever lever. So you'd rather. So you'd rather not have free choice. And, yes, because I would not. I, I don't want to make the choice of one person is more valuable than another. So you'd rather well, be on what, if, what if you can't move the lever back and forth? It's just it only lets you move 
You can only. <clears throat> Let's read that Wikipedia page again and see if it says that, Dylan. Does the Wikipedia page talk about the mom? No, the but you're not Josh. Page? You can only pull eleven. So only ones. you can make the rules. This, this so, show me where it says. It. Yeah, right stop the cat, bro. Exactly, <laughs> stop the cat. I, I, well, I feel like it says pull the lever. I feel like you can't push it back. What? Bro, levers go two ways. That's so cute. Yeah, but this is a special this lever. This is a special <laughs> lever. <laughs> Unfortunately, bro, I am Hercules. I'm going to pull that thing back, bro. I'm a special person. There you go. You're not Charles Amenahu, dude. But I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's interesting how, like, it, it, it does say, what's the more ethical option? Or more simply, what's the right thing to do? That's, like, the main question. <laughs> there is no answer to that one, bro. <laughs> but it's thicker than water, bro. Come on now. That's okay, we're choosing our blood. Man, I don't know. Uh, Alright, what if you do it if it's like five of the boys and your mom? Uh, <laughs> okay, well then that's getting like... That's a good question. Like, the boys, dude. So like, in my head, if it was you three and like two and Parker and then like another good friend of mine. Theoretically. That would be, that would be it. Bro, kill me, dude. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Keep your mom alive. So you're on my, you're on my side stay. with this. If I'm here, bro, bro, save me, bro. That's that's an excuse to kill me, dude. If I value myself over your mom, and if you fall alive, <laughs> Oh, yeah, bro, no. Man, shoot me before you kill. Like, I do not deserve to be your friend, man. Kill me first. You want me to kill you, then? Yes, over your mom? Yes, kill me. Okay. That's being a fake friend, dude. Sorry for you three, but I have very emotional words in this. Sorry, he's no longer one of the boys. There you go. Problem solved. That's another oh, wrong answer, bro. You're 0 for 2 in this scenario, bro. <laughs> I don't want to live. <laughs> I don't want to live. <laughs> I just like he's like, I want to live. <laughs> Screw me. I mean, like I, I will say that that it that will it will become a difficult thing, but I, unfortunately for you guys, I would have to take my mom still over that. Just because of choice, bro. Good choice. Just just because of me and my just because of me and my parents' type kind of bond. So that's just <laughs> it. That's just it. But right. Johnny, bro, it's the boys and my mom. Well, also, I might kiss you on the forehead real quick, but you ain't listening to it long. But also, but also because like Josh does have a point. If you guys were all like yelling, pick me over your mom, I would then just motivate me more to kill you guys. Yeah, that would really upset me. No offense, that Dylan. Would, that would make you want to kill me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like the staring giving you. Really? He's like, yeah, yeah, really. You just kill me like you that. Just kill me like that. If you say you were more important than my mom, bro, I'm sorry. That would. I came out of her body, dude. She nurtured me for 18 years. Taught you a lot of things about life, probably. Yeah, I thought I was pretty important, too. But... <laughs> <laughs> I can't compete. B tier, bro. I mean, well, well, like, uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll be a few on A tier, my guy. I'm about to say, Dylan. No offense, but. <laughs> Dylan, like, Dylan, you do, mean, you do mean something to him, but you're not on the same kind of high That's moms, level. dude. You, yeah. you cannot put yourself you on that level. Dude, wait, do you guys remember the line from the Spider-Man vs. Batman movie where he says, like, I stole your I stole your girl? Spider-Man vs. Batman? Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Batman vs. Superman? <laughs> and Lex Luthor Lex said, uh... I've never watched a DC movie besides Justice League, the four-hour <laughs> version. Okay, well, there, well there's, a, there's a clip, there's, like, a clip where he, he, he tells Superman, like, I, I took your, I took someone, I took the most important person in your life, and he says, well, Lois, I, he just put Lois, like, right on the ground, and he said, well, she saved on the ground, he said, well, no, I don't mean that because every every man's special woman is his mother. 
because technically, like, we all either admire our mothers, no matter they impact our lives. Whoa, whoa, know. you're getting a little Freudian over there, bro. That's all I gotta say. What? I don't like the way this conversation's going. No, no, I'm just no, I'm just saying. Lex Luthor had a point though. Like to Superman, his <laughs> mom, his his mom does mean more than his girlfriend. I'm just saying, man. Do not want to get into that conversation, though. Don't want to get in that conversation. No. Okay, I want to. Sigmund Freud was a messed up person. <laughs> oh God, pretty all right. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite take by Sigmund Freud, yeah. Freud bro? Yeah. Most quotable hypothesis for Freud himself. <laughs> um, so 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 just just to clarify oh, okay. what is <laughs> it though yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go good choice bro good choice so just to clarify discussing the trolley dilemma i would i would kill the if, if you said if it was a mother and five bachelors is that what we're going with or if it was my mom bro whatever scenario you like though I'm just going if I don't know anybody. What piece your fancy today? If it was the mother of five children and five bachelors, I'd kill the five bachelors. Sheesh, bro. Like I, like that's what you. That's, that's a little. Well, if you gory, guys are, dude. Well, if, well, if you guys are, kill five it, people. We'll say if you guys are five gut like sets of guts on the. How floor, could you bro? live with yourself after doing something? Alcohol, weed, kind of you know straight therapy. I'm not gonna lie, not a bad idea. I say, I mean, that's, that's what I'm going. I'm with. capping. <laughs> All right. Well, with, well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Long Run Lunchtime. We're season finale is coming up, so please stay tuned because we are gonna have to go through a surprise rebrand. This <laughs> might be on a trolley track. And it might be on a trolley track. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. You'll catch us next time. I love my mom. <laughs>